0: good day good night all welcome back we have a special guest <laughs> ray flores is in the laboratory with me uh thank you very much for carving out some time um play-by-play commentator currently at one championship and may i say say you are doing an excellent job an excellent job a great um addition to the team welcome to the broadcaster how art thou I'm amazing. Thank you so much for inviting me
1: on. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, and I got to tell you, I I have to thank Chaudhry Sid Yotong, uh, Matt Miller, Dave Harmon, my amazing producers and directors, Rich Franklin, Mitch Chilson, my broadcast partners. Working for one championship is a, a dream, and it's something that I cherish and I covet, and the fighters and the fans and the media have been so kind to me after my first show, and can't wait to get to Singapore at the end of September and then one week later we're in Bangkok at the legendary Lumpinee Boxing Stadium the most iconic arena for combat sports in the east and uh really just pumped to see these final few months of 2023 with one championship in and I think it's going to be a rockin few months and you know we're we got about a month away until one fight night 14 but i um, counting down the days and can't wait to, uh, you know, reunite with everybody.
0: Most definitely, sir. So. And as you say, <laughs> the amount of new fights that have been uh, announced and released is, it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. We, we got some
1: bangers. I mean, you
0: got to look at Stamp and Hamsi Ohi.
1: Uh, I think that's going to be a phenomenal fight. You have the fact that Stamp is trying to become... A three-sport world champion. Now, people are like, three sports? Yeah. yeah. Muay Thai, kickboxing, one world champion, and now trying to become an MMA world champion. And she's not even 30 years old. Insanity. Like, yes. are you kidding me? Hamsi He has been at the top of the heap in the weight mm-hmm. division for a long time. Also, Samila Sandel, uh, Oh, my gosh. Like, she's not even 19 years old. And she is just... I mean, talk of, you know, we always hear about budding young superstars. There is no greater graphic demonstration than Sundell as being a budding young superstar. World champion before 19? What is this, Mike Tyson from back in the day? Mm -hmm. Unbelievable stuff. And I'm looking forward to her fight and Alicia Rodriguez. I mean, it's just, we're going to have a heck of a night at Singapore Indoor Stadium You know, or depending on Friday night in the United States, uh, Sunday for the rest of the world. And then uh, obviously we go back to back, you know, with, you know, we have, uh, you know, Talon Chai and Superbon, you know, Mm -hmm. coming up on one fight night, 15. And that to me is going to be like, I mean, it's like the the 4th of July is when we have fireworks here in the United States. (laughs) That is going to be. From the moment the bell rings yeah. till whoever can withstand the others' assault and and, yeah. and their strikes, that's gonna be complete madness. I really like they better uh sort of put and make sure that the roof is solidified <laughs> at Lumpini <laughs> boxing stadium because it's gonna it might come off with the excitement for that fight with Tao and Chai and Super
0: It's definitely a pick em. It's really a pickem. I've had my eye on Taranchaya from his first fight, and I thought this guy is—he's—he's—he's he's, he's gonna be something special in—in—in in, in this uh, organization, in this promotion, and we've got—you he, he, know—he is the man at the moment. Superbon—he's got experience. He's got so much experience, and—and and the mindset the mindset and the ring generalship as i say it's a pickem but i'm going to go with the younger uh, i'm making an official um, prediction, oh, an official <laughs> prediction. <laughs> <laughs> i'm going oh, with and Chai. i really am going to go with and Chai on this I, I, it's going to be tough it really yeah. is he's got a big hill to climb but i think the youth is on his side
1: i think here's the thing i I see, like, Shai is on a roll, but at the same time, I think what, as you look at Superbon, his loss is just to Chinggis Alizov in recent memory. And yeah. Alizov is the best pound-for-pound kickboxer on the planet. Mm-hmm. No shame losing to Chinggis Alizov. I mean, look at what Alizov was able to do against Marat Gregorian. I, I mean, know. that was just virtuoso like yeah. So... I think Super Bon might be people might be overlooking him. And and Chai better not because Super Bond has the ability and has demonstrated it throughout the course of his career that he can turn things around real quick. And sure. I love this fight because it's like what could be considered like the old guard with Super Bond with the new breed in mm. and Chai. So mm. Can Superbon go and say, and you know what, as I'm getting older, like, I'm in my mid-30s, and as you get older, you look at these guys in, in their mid-20s, you're like, all right, like, you know, we'll see if you can compete. But I think Superbon might be like, look, like, you are a stud, but yeah. this is still my world, and I'm going to teach you a veteran-like lesson. But Tao and Chai could say, hey, listen, you had your time, Superbon, and now it's my time. This is the era of Tao and Chai so we're gonna find out coming up early october with one fight night 15 i, I can't wait and honestly I'm, after that fight bro i'm going to need a nap because i'm gonna be <laughs> so tired so emotionally drained from the excitement yeah. and the pandemonium like oh my gosh dude like i, I can't even i'm just like like tauachai super oh yeah. and then that's a week later like what i'm literally gonna spend two days after one fight night 14 with in singapore and chill so i yeah. can relax and rest and get ready for one
0: fight night 15 both cards are just stacked stacked crazily stacked and one thing that we need to also point out is that stamp is also the the, the grand prix champion that beautiful um platinum belt that is it, it's a platinum belt that they have for the for the for the grand prix championship isn't it i i believe so yes yeah i, I believe you are correct So you know, she does have a championship within martial arts—not the championship championship, so so um, per se—but you know, which she's she's half the way there of cementing. I mean, like she is uh, a breakout star, and it proved so much when they they had their inaugural U.S. debut the you know I, the the amount of love that was shown to both the iron man and stamp out and to all of the 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 competitors but you 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 could hear a a a difference when both came out. Well I'm excited just
1: because Chhatri Tree Sidio Tongan won we're making a committed and concerted effort to come to the United States. You mentioned about that first event in May which I was not there but I did watch and I was blown away hmm. and there will be four fights you know next year in the united states on the mainland and it, it is literally i mean it's true one championship is the world's largest martial arts organization on the planet and the global impact and imprint that one championship has is just astounding and what i love about what we are doing with one championship that is led by Chatri, is there is a focus on the martial arts so it's the best kickboxers in the world it's the best Muay mm-hmm. thai fighters in the world the best grapplers in the world some of the most amazing mma fighters on the planet and he's all about giving fighters an opportunity it's not based on you know oh well you said this about this fighter and now your yeah. name's in headlines and now you got popularity so let's mm-hmm. move you up the rankings and you're going to go from 12 to number one and fight for the contenders you know for the number one contender, you're going to fight for the world title and you're going to go from 12 to one based on what you said in the media. Like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. It's a business. But Mm -hmm. that's not how it is in one championship. If you want an opportunity or if you want a world championship and you're signed to one championship, you're going to get every opportunity imaginable to go out and compete against the world's best. And if you beat them, you're going to get another, a bigger opportunity. And look, like, I mean, you see it when Mitch Chilson, like my favorite thing, by the way, and I think I told him this, and, and and it's just it's so freaking cool. And I I pop for it when he does it. But when Mitch Chilton, the dragon, is in, you know, either the circle or the or the ring, and a fighter does something amazing, and then Chatri will will tell him, or will find, you know, they'll relate it to Mitch. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, the bonus, and he's like, you're making that I'm like, oh man, like Mitch, this is crazy.
0: Yes. It's that it's that um, that plum on the top of the cake, isn't it? Or the cherry, I should say, on the top of the cake. Uh, it, it, and you you do see the fight, you know, because a prize fighter, an athlete, a mm-hmm. warrior, who's going out of there putting it all on the line, his physical, his spiritual, his emotional health, on the line to compete against another man who's doing the same thing to win and then to get the, 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 the additional financial kudos of, of the boss man himself saying, look, no, I like that. You, you deserve a bonus. You you put everything out there for that. It's that's for me as a connoisseur. I love to see the fighting. I love to see the execution of their hard work. But it's those moments when you see them the, the gratitude that they, that they um that they show for for the uh, the bonuses and stuff versus <laughs> if we're gonna put the comparisons. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want a 50 K bonus. Yeah. I want my bonus. So I, I, I need to be able to train. I, I'm God, leaving. I, I, the ca- <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you're right. And that's the thing. Chachary and
1: and one championship has amazing matchmakers and, and just an, an, an unbelievable all-star organization. And it's about rewarding the fighters that go out there and perform. And, and how do you not love that? Because you're, they don't have to ask for it. It happens right away. Like if, because watches everything and so do the matchmakers. I mean, it's like, you know, it, it like Matt Hume does an amazing job. I mean, just the entire, you know, the whole hierarchy of one championship. It's about if you come prepared, if you come in shape, you make weight and you put on a dazzling performance, you're going to be rewarded one way or another. And sometimes it's even, you know, two or threefold. So I, I just think it's it's fantastic. And I think you see the fighters really go for it. Here's another thing, too, which is why it's so much fun for me to call one championship. They're about finishes, and, and they it's like, you know what? And, and it's true. Don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Go out there and, and try to finish and, and and go ahead and make that indelible impression on the, the world because you've got that opportunity. And the finish rates, look at the finish rates of one championship higher than any other organization on the planet and that's not the fact that guys are being mismatched it's the fact that when these fighters go out there men and women and and that bell rings in the circle or the ring they are saying all right i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna leave everything inside this Mm -hmm. ring or the circle because number one i want to get paid i want to win I just want to put on a heck of a performance because you know, the fighter standing across the circle of the ring from you is trying to do exactly that to you. So that's why it makes for so much entertaining fights and and finishes.
0: Definitely. And one thing I will say as well, I actually, I am now becoming a fan of the fights taking place in the squared circle versus the cage. I know it's, you know, there's a lot more advantages for mixed martial arts to take place in the cage per se but visually i just think that it looks so much better there's not the the, the, the cage to look through kind of thing that you don't need as many i guess cameramen to be sort of you know kind of <laughs> peered over to make sure we can get the action kind of thing and then for a lot of fan a fan actually in the arena you you know i I do think again visually having that ring there and it it's better a lot more uh, satisfying visual pleasure I would say I think at at Lupini for sure it's
1: just it's special because that arena has held so many amazing events and, and and fights and performances and the fact that that is one championships home in Bangkok I think just goes to show that you know the the history of Lumpini Boxing Stadium is being further with every single one championship event. And and the ring is so symbolic at Lumpini Boxing Stadium. I think that they're pros to both. Um, it's almost like when people ask me what I prefer, the, the ring or the circle with one championship, it's like, I don't have kids, but you know I'm one of three. And it's like, I'm not going to tell my parents, like, pick who's your favorite. Like, that's yeah. impossible. So I, yeah. I like them both equally is what I'm getting at
0: yes no i totally understand and as i say there, there there are advantages to both but from a visual standpoint i think it the the, the ring is is my favorite at least at the, yeah. at the moment at the moment and obviously we're having so many of those um those weekly events at at uh, Lumpini stadium which is exposing me and i guess a lot more of the casual Muay Thai and kickboxing fans and expose them a lot more to the tradition, the history in a snapshot, but more of the actual action itself. Um, And again, now, I I much, initially when I first started watching one, which was quite, I used to watch it via the app. So we're going back maybe six, seven years ago. Um, When the kickboxing came on, I kind of mentally tuned out because I didn't necessarily knew know what I was watching. I didn't know the athletes, etc. But with time and seeing them regularly compete, it's like oh, and knowing the rule set and stuff. And I am thoroughly a, uh, a connoisseur of sorts now of the, uh, the the striking arts of Muay Thai and kickboxing. I thoroughly enjoy it, and that's why again, one is bringing something totally fresh and totally new. And that's the thing is that, you know, when it comes to the, the landscape
1: of combat sports, I think what what I love about one is that one doesn't worry about any other entity or network. One is worried about one it, and, and it's unique because our, our, the CEO in Chatri he's such a visionary because here's the thing. Chatri trains like he legit trains and is in, you know, evolve and doing his thing. And, and he's just, you know, even when he goes to like London and stuff, I remember listening to an interview with him and he was saying, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to London on business and trying to find some, you know, I'm going to go somewhere to train. I'm going to go train, you know, maybe, you know, this person, that person, whatever. I'm like, dude, you're on Lo- you're in London on business. And he's like, well, yeah, that's cool. But I also got to train and like high level Muay Thai kickboxing. Yeah. So if the boss is doing it, what do you think the rest of the organization is going to follow suit? It's like you look at any successful business, you got to look from the top on down. And yes. with Shatri, he's, he's just so focused. I don't even know how how he sleeps, but <laughs> he is just he, he loves martial arts. And it is just um like I, I love I love a good steak, but I love having trying multiple steaks at a time if I can. And that's what one championship's about in the sense that you're getting the best Muay Thai fighters in the world. Wow, that's cool. And Muay Thai brings a totally different skill set than what kickboxing does. Oh, by the way, we got Mikey Musumechi, who is ridiculous. Like, are you kidding me? Him and Shinya Aoki coming up in October? Unreal. And then you have these amazing MMA fighters. It's like you're getting four different sports on one card. Where do you get that? nowhere but one championship and i'm not even trying to sell it to you i'm just telling you how it is bro i'm
0: eating it i'm eating it every day all day (laughs) (laughs) most definitely so let's let's um let's rewind time a little bit because obviously you have been involved within the combat sports sort of landscape for quite some time and many different many different bits and pieces
1: Very much so. Um, Sorry, I lost you. Yes. So,
0: um, where do we start? Where do we start? Let's start. Uh, I'll tell you, the
1: the way I got started in in martial arts and combat sports is, if you remember, he was the former WEC Bantamweight Champion of the world. He was one of the best pound-for-pound fighters for about an 18-month to two-year period. Uh, Miguel... Angel Torres out of East Ooh. Chicago, Indiana. I am from East Chicago, the same hometown as Miguel Torres. Miguel is older than me, but I was starting off doing local public access television, and and I would go, it was a summer program, and then I would go after high school or during, after class when I was in high school, I would go to local TV station, work for a couple hours, I would do high school football games, basketball games, and just because I wanted to be a broadcaster even when I was... You know as early as i can remember like six and seven years old when this opportunity came about to intern at the local public access tv station i jumped on it when i was 15 16 years old during that time period one of my buddies we we had to do a, a community profile piece and he interviewed miguel torres and i did camera work for him so i hung out with miguel the whole day and then miguel cornered the late great Stefan bonner wow. during when he fought Forrest griffin in, I think, the the biggest MMA fight in the history of the UFC. When he fought Forrest Griffin the first time. And Miguel was in the corner of Stefan Bonner. So when Miguel got back from Las Vegas, I called him up and I said, Hey, do you have any local fights coming up? I'd love to come and, and cover it or, or do commentary for it. So he said, and, and it was... If you remember remember Super Brawl, when they would do fights in Hawaii. Yes, indeed. So, so Super Brawl came to the United States for the first time and they did the, the legendary, I know I'm throwing the word legendary out a lot, but it's true. Like if you look at the history of the Hammond civic center in Hammond, Indiana, so many great fighters have come in and out of there. Clay Guida, Miguel Torres, Eddie Wineland, a Jay Z, Calvin Conti, Mm -hmm. a Stefan Bonner started there. I mean, so many, uh, Tiago Alves fought there so many iconic names. That have been, uh, you know, Darren Elkins, Pat Grant, et cetera, et cetera. So Miguel would fight there in April of 2005, and I did commentary. Uh, We would show it a week later on Public Access TV. Miguel Torres fought Mikey French, and Jeff Curry was in the main event against a guy by the name of Luke Spencer. And I was able to meet Monty Cox, the uh, tremendous MMA super agent, and Mm. Monty was doing the matchmaking for TJ Thompson. I'm literally probably 17 years old, in a conference room at a Ramada Inn in Hammond, <laughs> Indiana, the day before the fight, when these guys are weighing in, doing fighter meetings, my, I couldn't even, I didn't even have my license at the time. My dad drove me to the Ramada Inn, and he's sitting there, and I'm interviewing all these fighters, getting my fighter notes. The day of the fight, because we had limited resources, we only had one camera, I sat in the upper tank dead center, put my microphone into the camera, my cameraman was recording, and I was doing commentary there, and and then um, if you remember, if you go, I don't know how far back you go, I feel like you go back a lot, yeah. but the late, great Justin Eilers came up and did some commentary with me, Justin Eilers passed away, but challenged Andre Arlovsky for the UFC Heavyweight Championship uh-huh. of the World, so that was my introduction to the world of combat sports. I've been a boxing fan my whole life, but Miguel's the one who got me started in combat sports from a business perspective. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I am today. And obviously my parents and everybody else. But Miguel was really the one who extended that olive branch to me.
0: Excellent. And so from such an early age to have that driving determination to say no this is what this is my passion i want to do broadcasting where did that how was that sparked was it something that you saw was there someone that you you saw on television or you heard on the radio and thought that's something i want to do so i'll be honest with you like i you know i grew
1: up in chicago i'm i'm you know i'm going to be 37 And um, I grew up in Chicago, late 80s, early 90s. So I grew up watching Michael Jordan every night on television. And I just it was the the presentation of I mean, that was the golden age of broadcasting for me because you had the NBA on NBC. I was listening to Pat Summerall and John Madden. I'm a diehard Chicago Bears fan. Can't wait for the season to start. But that's, you know, that's another topic for another day. But I would watch those guys <laughs> and just be immersed in it. But I realized early on, and this is the true statement. I, I played sports when I was a kid. But I realized, I'm like, I'm not going to be a professional athlete. I don't have the athletic ability. I just don't. You know what I mean? Like, I knew it. But I asked my dad. I think I was seven or eight years old. And I'm like, Dad, I'm like, how how do I get involved in sports for a career. He goes, you could be a broadcaster. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, you could be a sportscaster. Look, you see what these guys are doing? I'm like, yeah, he goes, you could be that. So from that point forward, I was like mesmerized. I would, I'm the sicko that before big prize fights, like when my favorite fighter of all time is Julio Cesar Chavez, the the greatest Mexican fighter of all time. Before his pay-per-view fights, I would watch the countdown shows in the lead up. To his fight, so I would watch the countdown show, and I'd watch the first pay-per-view fight because I was mesmerized by the presentation and the fighters and the yeah. storytelling. And and I asked my dad, I'm like, where could I go to college to study sports casting? I was like, you know, I wasn't even ten years old. He goes, Columbia College. I'm like, I'm going to Columbia College, and mm-hmm. that's where I went. And it just kind of built from there. And and I, I worked at ESPN Radio for five years, uh, maybe two years after college, from 2011. 2016 and they gave me an amazing opportunity uh, to work in radio and do sports updates. And in, in the midst of all this, I was, you know, because of Miguel, I met some promoters. I met, you know, Braulio Carell and Joe Goitia who had local promotions here and, and Bobby Hits. And you know, my first real big break, I would say, came in 2011. When uh, Joe Martinez, he was, you know, Joe Martinez been out in the UK many times. Used to be the voice of Cage Warriors. Now yes. is, uh, you know, does announcing for the UFC and does a phenomenal job. But Joe was working for Golden Boy Promotion. Still does, but was doing. They had a, a Spanish boxing series called Solo Boxeo on on Telefuturum, and Joe asked me. I, we worked together on an MMA show. He goes, I like your style. Uh, You know, let me get your information. He calls me up. He goes, hey, he goes, would you want to fill in for me on solo book sale in December of 2011? I absolutely said yes, went out, did it. And thanks to Armando Gaetan at at Golden Boy, I would come in and fill in for Joe because Joe was doing Cage Warriors, doing the UFC, WEC. So I worked for Golden Boy late 2011, 2012, 2013, um, 2014, even 2015 because of that. I was, I did Mayweather Undercard, so I did Mayweather Canelo. So I would do all the fights before TV and Jimmy Lennon would take over. So that's just kind of like, and then from there in 2013, meeting Artie Perlulo with Banner Promotions, doing ESPN Friday Night Fights, my Instagram handle is SBR Flores. And what that means is sweet baby Ray Flores, Joe Tessitore gave me that nickname when I was doing the finale of Friday Night Fights back in like 2014 or so. And because of Artie, I made my HBO debut. Uh, working with Jim Lampley, Bernard Hopkins, and it just kind of built from there. And then in 2014, met Tom Brown at TGB Promotions. His wife, actually, I'll give you a quick story. I promise I'll finish because I'm long-winded, but I apologize. No worry. Uh, but we were, I was doing Mayweather Maidana one undercards at the MGM Grand, and someone taps me on the shoulder, and, and it's it's a guy, and he's all like, hey, he goes, you know, I work for Tom Brown at TGB Promotions. I'm like, oh, nice, nice to meet you, like, I know exactly who you are like Tom Brown was and Tom really needs um, making a campaign for Tom to be in the International Boxing Hall of Fame because what he's been able to do so Dan Goosen used to run Goosen promotions and passed away uh, you know unfortunately and was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame but Tom took over and is now TGB promotions so his wife was walking in the arena with Tom and heard a voice and she told Tom you whoever's you know, producing that voice. You need to hire him. And thanks to Tom, he hired me in December of 2014. We did an ESPN show called Night of Champions. And I worked at one show for them in December of 2014. PBC was born in March of 2015 and and TGB Promotions was a promoter of a lot of their events. Tom brought me in to do press conference stuff in June of 2015. I then signed a deal with ESPN, uh, NBC or it was uh NBCSN and then um another couple of networks because BBC had like five networks so I was working on like three of the five networks but doing press conference stuff and honestly I, and I can honestly say this the rest has been history uh ever since uh, because of, of those opportunities so it's, it's a ripple effect it's this does this mm-hmm. and this and I've just been so fortunate to be around some amazing fighters and trainers and matchmakers and television executives and I'm
0: a very blessed individual Ray is catching dreams not chasing them I mean I guess you still got, <laughs> I guess you still got some dreams to fulfill etc but you are just from what you've said that little microcosm because we can go into a lot more detail into so many different parts of those areas you have yeah. had a a clear defined, this is the this is the end goal. This is my profession. This is what I want to do from a very early age. Which so many people, especially nowadays, it's so hard for people to really have an, uh, a a true aspiration. And we uh, outside of oh, I want to be an entertainer <laughs> per se. Yeah, like you know, like I want to do this. I want to you know own this business, or I want to run you know be be a doctor. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a broadcaster. I want to be that is that is excellent that is and you're you're, you're traveling the world Senor. singapore how was that trip like like no so i i haven't been to singapore
1: yet i, I was in bangkok, oh, bangkok uh, for so. one five night 13 and man bangkok's amazing i mean it is the people are so kind the food spectacular uh it's just really hot i mean it's <laughs> i i thought i was ready Bangkok makes Miami seem like Chicago in the wintertime, If that makes any sense to you, wow! Um, it, it is hot. It is the hottest temperature I've ever been in. But the the people are so friendly. They're amazing. They love combat sports. And you know, I grabbed after the fight of one fight night thirteen. We were in uh, we were in an Uber. Well, they co- it's it's called Grab out there, but we were in an Uber. And the, the Uber driver or the grab driver, he was all like, Man, he goes, he goes, How are the fight? He goes, What a crazy fight, you know, this and that. Like, you know, Alazov looked amazing. I'm yeah. like, we just ended the fight like 30 minutes ago. And he was just like, Yeah, you know, I yeah, watched the fight. I'm I, I love this <laughs> stuff. I'm like, how cool is that? Like, that's the crossover appeal it has. But yeah. Bangkok is just, it's a beautiful country. The people are just so warm and welcoming and And I hear great things about Singapore. I cannot wait to get back to Singapore. And honestly, I just can't wait to see where One Championship goes because One Championship truly is a global organization. And the thing is, is that, you know, being here in the United States, this is home for me, but we live in a bubble here. Whereas One Championship is like, we want people to know about us everywhere in Australia, in Austria, in London, in Lithuania, in, in Chicago, in Cameroon. Like that's what it is with one championship in the global reach. So uh, I'm very excited to head to Singapore. I hear Singapore is beautiful. I hear it's a clean city. And I mean, I just I love going to Asia because the the Asian people are just so, so nice and just I mean it's tremendous and also I'm not gonna lie to you bro like after the fight was over I had some time before my flight so I went shopping and, and shopping in Bangkok is awesome I found some <laughs> great stuff and I was having some fun in Bangkok so I, I can't wait to uh when I get there in October I'm gonna spend half a day to go shopping again
0: <laughs> this is it treat yourself and never cheat oneself that is the uh, <laughs> the right. motto moving forward most definitely I, i'm i'm looking forward to for, for, for your journey one championships journey mitch also he's a he's a an excellent uh, commentator rich as well he always brings his flavor to the uh, the broadcast as well i think we've got an action-packed i guess last quarter of uh 2023 with one. I, this is so much. There is so much on the cards and, and so much more to uh, to be revealed. Look, I, I know as much as you do because I'm the last
1: one to get the news, which is cool with me, but I'm already preparing and, and ready to rock. Uh, you know, we I have a, a phenomenal researcher based out of the UK, Michael Owens, who is fabulous, and, and him and I talk every week in preparation for one fight night 14 and one fight night 15. So, you know, I, I'm excited. And honestly, too, I mean, I, I know that Chatry's mentioned this. I mean, look, you being in the UK, Jonathan Haggerty is a stud. I mean, this guy, what he does in competition is tremendous. I mean, mm. so I am so excited to see, uh, you know, if Haggerty is able to beat and, and win his next fight, you know, if we are going to go to the UK, because I know Chatry on one of his Instagram lives, fans were asking about Haggerty, Haggerty, Haggerty. And, yeah. and I think that uh, there could be a possibility where Haggerty is so popular, where if he gets past his next opponent and, and Fabricio, then I think we could see a case where hopefully in 2024, maybe we hit the UK. And I, I don't know if, if that's the case, but. I would love to go to the UK. You know why? Because I, I spent a lot of my formative years in the UK when I was, you know, just kind of coming up in my early 20s, thanks to Alan Orr and, and Tenth Legion Championship Fighting. I mean, Alan Orr, who he no longer promotes, but, you know, he's he's a well, I mean, a decorated martial artist. Mm. And, and he brought me out when I was 22, 23 years old. I sent him an email and I sent him a, a few clips of my work and he hired me and and I went out there I think it was like November of 2010 on Thanksgiving and and he brought me out I I would I would go out to to London with him and and uh. to Hull and and it was unbelievable like it was to the point where he trusted me so much where I would fly to Manchester and then I would take the tube from Manchester to Middlesbrough and then Middlesbrough to Hull and, and then be ready to rock. And I worked with some amazing people there and, and, you know, calling fights for Pete Irving and just the Joker, Leo Don and, and Abdul Muhammad and Jack Grant, who I saw when he was 18 years of age and wiping oh, guys out, knocking yes. them senseless. I mean, <laughs> uh, Louie Chapman, who I thought was so tough and determined and endurable and, and stuff. I mean, I just, and because of Allen, I was able to then go to Belfast, Northern Ireland. I worked for Clan Wars, uh, you know, back at the Ulster Hall in Belfast. I think I did three trips there, went to Scotland to work for an organization. So I I'm a I know that I mentioned the word a lot, but I'm a very blessed human being because when I when I went back to London to Wembley Arena and I hosted the Mayweather McGregor press conference, it was the first time they were in a boxing ring. I'm like, man, I'm like, here I am at Wembley Arena mm. and I would do fights at Scala, at King's Cross in London. <laughs> and and that was like, you know, five, you know, seven, eight years before. So it's just, you know, life comes at you fast and, and it certainly comes full circle.
0: Definitely. you got to be prepared and ready to accept the... Uh the blessings and sometimes the challenges which uh, life throws at you and you you're doing a, an excellent job sir you're doing an excellent job um as we wind this down so I don't want to take up too much of your time yeah um two last questions for you sir first one yeah. being have you had fun today yeah,
1: man, I've, I've had a blast. I mean, anytime you need me, you let me know, we'll, we'll coordinate schedules. I'm absolutely down to to come on and, and talk about one championship or, you know, and and all the things that we're doing or PBC as well. I mean, uh, those are, are two organizations that are near and dear to my heart. And, and I love everybody uh, that works within those organizations because they have treated me uh, like family. I don't use the word love a lot, but it's the absolute truth because people are just so great to me and they give me an opportunity and and I'm able to as you mentioned like I'm able to live my dream because as a kid I grew up idolizing Jim Lampley and Michael Buffer and I've since become friends with Michael Buffer and and become cordial and, and kind with Jim Lampley. Those two guys were legends and I was a viewer to performer and, and commentator and ring announcer. And those are the two best to ever do it. And to now have the opportunity that One Championship has given me and people can watch our broadcast around the world, I take it with a great amount of responsibility uh, because I know that One Championship being on, on, on Prime Video is yeah. massive here in the United States and Canada. It is a huge, huge deal. And I take it with such reverence and focus and I study hard because the fighters deserve it, the fans deserve it, and most importantly, the organization deserves it. You know why? Because when your boss, Chatri Sidio Tong, and everyone else within one championship is working so hard, then yeah. I have to work just as hard, if not harder, if that's even possible, because it's what's needed it's what's deserved and it's you get an opportunity like this it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and i do not take
0: it lightly excellent excellent last one sir please tell us who you are but do not tell us your name senor please tell me who i am yes okay so
1: i am a um I'm a 30, I'm going to be 37 tomorrow. Um, I'm going to 37 year old Chicagoan, uh, Mexican American, um, you know, proud son. You know, I have the the greatest parents in the world, amazing family, friends, um Just people that I've met all over the world through through combat sports and obviously my family's first and foremost I'm a single guy I'm not trying to you know get dates on this show but I'm just like you know when people ask oh do you have a wife and kids or anything like that no I mean I've devoted a lot of my life to my career my profession and and you know now that you know one championship has given me the opportunity to to where I'm you know I'm I'm really focused on, on them predominantly And uh, I'm able to spend some time and enjoy some time off and and get ready for shows. And I love the Chicago bears. I'm a dire Chicago bears fan. That is my, um, it's not my guilty pleasure. It's just, it's something that I do, uh, you know, and we're getting ready for, for football season here in the NFL. I love the tailgate with my friends. What we do is raise money and, and, and toys for uh, Lori's children's hospital when we tailgate. So we're not just, you know, eating and, and having beverages just to do it. We're doing it for a very good cause and it's very communal. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have um, not only amazing family, but friends that are close to me here in Chicago and, and around the country and, and friends in, in the fight business. Because when you're on the road, you spend a lot of time away from, from family and friends and and just your your natural surroundings. And it is a blessing to travel. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it can get lonely. And I'm so thankful that in with one championship and 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 premier boxing champions that I have people that I can go to dinner with and and enjoy a meal and and just not talk about work. I mean, we talk about work a lot of the time, don't get me wrong, because yeah. we're there for fight weekend, it's very it important. Means. But I'm able to just, you know, relax and they they let me be me and I don't always have to be focused on work and, and we could talk about other things and we can laugh and we have great meals and and you know I was working out with uh, with Rich Franklin and and uh, Rich was telling me I'll give you a quick Rich Franklin story I'm working out hard right and Rich is like throwing up these you know 50 60 pounds you know doing <laughs> shoulder stuff and and I see Rich I'm like man Rich what a workout you had he goes oh he goes he goes that was like I was like 50% I'm like that's 50% what? <laughs> I'm like, what are you at a hundred percent? He said, I-, I wasn't even a good workout, man. I'm like, what? Like, I mean, I tell you what, and they don't say this, but it's why you know, once I'm done with you, I'm gonna go work out of the gym. Dom Lau, Mitch Chilson, yes. Rich Franklin, those guys are chiseled, bro. So yes. I know I gotta come and I gotta diet right. I know I gotta <laughs> work out five days a week because. Those guys are monsters, and I can't become looking all frail, or I can't look, you know, I, you know, I can't be hitting the pasta too much and pack on the pounds. I gotta come in shape just like that, my man. You know what I mean? I know Chachi doesn't weigh me, but I gotta make weight too when I get to uh, <laughs> fight me for one championship.
0: <laughs> good point. And health is wealth, and it's it's good, you know. On a serious on a serious note, that that is a, that is a that is a a spare to say, you know, actually, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger of sorts, you know, metabolisms do slow down, etc. So no, I, I commend you, sir. Do, do your five-day workouts, etc. And, you know, <laughs> get yourself to the physical peak where you need to be. That's right, my man. I'm
1: very excited about that. And just, you know, I, I get inspired. The one thing about me, I'm a big, I'm a big energy guy. And, and I certainly, you know, I, I have my own religious beliefs and I'm not going to try and impart that, but I have been. I, I, I'm. I'm constantly surrounded by people that give me so much great energy and and positivity, and and, and I give that back. It, and I just think that for me, is that it's just this constant. Um, it's it's just this constant revolving door of of positive energy and and blessings and and just things that I don't take it for granted and I give it back because. The world would be a better place if we try to be positive most of the time and we try to be kind to one another we try to love one another the only time i want to see fighting is in the one championship ring or the circle or in the premier boxing champions ring you know that's the only time i want to see fighting but under sports rules i don't like it Uh, i don't don't like when people argue with each other and stuff it's like let's be kind with each other let's all be positive Uh, let's Mm -hmm. all be healthy let's support each other and we're going to have a better world. And if we could do that, man, we're doing great things and try to stay positive because
0: life is too short. Excellent words to end it on. Ray, thank you very much for your time and your energy, your 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 experience and your story ultimately. trustfully, this will inspire um, someone to pursue maybe the same career or a, a different career. Um, I will make sure I put your social medias and any of the links below in the description. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share, and um, we shall definitely be back.